Made up by somebody's little housewife. What the fuck is this thing called again? Alright guys, so here we are. Um, another episode in of Shameless Pillow Talk. Um, I'm here with my friends. semi Little House again. Um, you want to introduce yourself? Bud. <laughs> oh, it's young Pat with four T's back at it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Alright. Hey y'all, it's Lynn Sue. <laughs> <laughs> at Nation National Instagram. Okay. Good afternoon, guys. It's Metamorphosis yet again. Let's get it cracking. And we have somebody new. Go on, tell me why. Grand Rising. <laughs> it's I am Jasmine Sierra. Alright, so um, so today's today's episode is uh, it's a topic that's uh, it's really near and dear to my heart. It may trigger some. It may it may piss you off. Um, but we're gonna talk about being a minority in America. Um, a lot of us have our own little personal stories. A lot of you may have like, you know, issues that you may have dealt with in the past or issues that you're dealing with now. Um, and we're pretty much just gonna go over, you know, how we feel about it, how it's, how it's affected us and, you know, how we overcome, how we, how we get past it and, you know, how we, uh, how we continue to go on for another day. So, um, how do you guys, uh, just knowing that that's the topic, how do you guys feel about it? Like, what goes to your mind when you hear about being in a, a minority in America? It's illegal. <laughs> I agree. I, I hear agree. hypocrisy. I hear white supremacy at its finest. Like, most people may say it's a conspiracy theory or whatever. I don't give a fuck what you say. Until you walk a mile in the shoe of a minority, black, Latino, whoever, specifically, we're talking about black people today. Because what I do not like in America today is that we're being subjugated and we're like, all we want to do is just live. You got literally motherfuckers calling the cops on black people for living. Dear white folk, the ones that are you know, helping perpetuate this shit. Don't nobody want to fucking take you guys back to slavery. Don't no one want to take over and do what you, your ancestors did to ours. Because I've heard this going around. We just want to live. Can we live in peace? Please? Like, and another thing, dear white people, we love you. Trust me, we got mad love for you. But we just want support from you guys. We want you guys to utilize your white privilege. If you call yourself our friend, we need for you to be able to call out your brother or sister on the opposite side saying, nigga this, motherfucker that, you monkey this, all that. We need to be like, hey, douchebag. Don't be talking about my friends like that. They're human beings like we are. This country was built off their backs. So, shut the fuck up before you know I fuck you up or something. Like, we need you to acknowledge you have white privilege, then utilize it to help us tear down this system that has been built off of us. I mean, I'm just at a point where, like, I don't even, uh, I don't even argue with what I see on like social media. Anymore. There's no point. Um, I see a lot of, you know, 
like the one that pissed me off the most is that racism doesn't exist and I'm like you're not yeah. gonna, I'm like what America are you living you're not in? going to tell me this when I literally have had motherfuckers call me nigger on multiple occasions what? like <laughs> right and I think so, too it's not just social media it's the media in general they mm-hmm. tell you what they want they want you to support their beliefs. They only want to tell you half the story. But you can take two stories where there be a white male and a black male and then promise you the headlines won't be the same. Exactly. Never. They never are. Like, I feel like, like, I don't, I don't get, like, at, like, this is, like, no way in, like, targeting, like, all white people. But I feel like for, if, if we have an issue if we have an issue between each other or whatever, if you have an issue with me or whatever, and the first thing you resort to is calling me a nigger, like, I have an issue with that, and I'm going to look deeper into the situation of more, you don't have an issue with me, this may be an issue of race. Like, you could have called me literally anything else. Yes. You could have said anything, whatever, but you called me something that would hurt the most. And can I also just, be, I'm biracial, um... I can say grown up. The worst question, even now as an adult, is what are you? Like, I'm fucking human. You cut my arm, I'm going to bleed the same way you bleed. Like, don't stop asking people what they are. If you don't know, there are proper ways to ask someone what their ethnicity is, you know, you know where their family came from, anything except for what are you. Also, if you are biracial or if you're filling out something and your race is not listed, do not check other. You're not other. You're not a fucking alien. You're not like some creature from out of space. Like, stand up for yourself. We're just as guilty as other people if we don't do anything about it. Exactly. I just, um, I don't know. I just have a, <laughs> I just, I, I just, like I said, I don't argue. I don't comment anymore. Like, it's, it's literally pointless. Like, like I saw a post, um, I saw a post the other day about a guy it was like on facebook a guy um they didn't show the full post so i don't know the full like aspect of it but this guy had commented and he said poor guy go back to you know the fields with your master and blah 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 and you know people were like you know hey that like looking at this current post that looks racist and then you have people like you know he's just talking about you know being a shepherd and you know the sheep and blah 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 and i'm like I'm literally going to call a spade a spade. I'm going to call it exactly what it is. I'm going to call it like I fucking see it. In the f- and if you tell me to go back to a field with my master, I might knock you the fuck out. I might knock Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to say might. I, I, I'm most likely going to knock you the fuck I'm out. definitely putting hands on. Because it's like, all of that's uncalled for. Like, if you feel like you have to pull, like, like racial slurs, like just out of your asshole. The conversation's over. Like I can, I can. If you have an issue with me, I can speak to you like an adult. I can speak to you like, like we can talk like in the same tone that we can I'm agree talking to now. disagree. Right, we can agree to disagree. If you don't fuck with me, I don't really give a fuck. But the moment you fix your mouth, and I'm like, my friends can attest to that. The moment you fix your mouth to call me anything other than my fucking name, then I'm, I'm gonna hit you. You can, you can call it childish. But I'm like, I've been called a nigga more times than not. So, take that for what it is. all name calling. Like, why are we name calling? I feel like it's like a sign of weakness. That's the only thing that they have to use against us. Is to call us out of our name or to bring up some terrible history. Exactly. And I think it's because we're so strong. We've come up from so much. Yes. And we're so powerful. And we have, 
you know, the strength to do so much, and it scares them. Exactly. We can do anything we put our minds to, like literally anything, and we prove that every single day, and True. it scares the shit out of them. And I don't understand. I don't understand why. And that goes for women, too. Like, women are on the up and up, and it scares them. Not only that a woman can do something that a man can't or won't, but, like, a biracial woman or a black woman, mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. Exactly. Like, you guys, like... And I say they, and I mean everybody. I don't give a damn the color of your skin. If you have ever formulated your lips, you talk about someone's race, nationality, ethnicity, upbringing, you're trash. Right. I was going to say, and they sneak in, like, it don't even, sometimes it's not even like calling you a nigga or bringing up some slave master type stuff. Sometimes it's like little slide jokes or something. They try to slide in there and think you will pay attention. I had All the nice, nasty shades. I had somebody I work with was like, how come you don't, you know, invite me to none of your kickbacks or the things you have at your house? And I was just like, I don't. I don't know, like, we're better friends at work. You know, you have people at work mm-hmm. who you deal with and people who exactly. you deal with outside of work. And he was white, and, but that's not why I didn't invite him to my house. It's just he wasn't the type of person I would hang out with, hang out with outside of work. But his response to that was, oh, well, I drink 40s and I eat fried chicken, too. And that then he tried to laugh it off. I'm looking at him like, are you serious? That's not the yeah. Or if you talk about someone's care, or right. if you talk about someone's like fashion, and they be like quick anything, and they'll be quick, or the type of music you listen to. Mm-hmm. Being a biracial woman who likes to listen to country music and go to the country bar, I cannot tell you how many times. Oh well, black girls don't listen to country music. I'm like, we're getting your information from. Black girls don't too. So why can't I just be a girl who loves to dance? Exactly. Why do I have to be a black? Because I'm not just black either. Right. I Hello. go to the same. I go to the same oh, fucking so bar, and I'm like, instead of shout out to the people that actually came up to me and actually know who I am and know my name, but it's like. Why can't why can't I just be somebody other than you know the black guy that can dance? At the or why is it when the wobble mm-hmm. comes on they're like, ooh, is this your song? Ooh, right. show me how I know you know how right, to do it. Right, I know you're right. 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 And if it's among your friend groups, that's fine because I do it to Larry all the time. But I know my place, but I would right. never say that to a complete stranger. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. and this is why I also need for you guys to also stop thinking that a lot of us black people are ignorant, like a lot of our unfortunate because of the times that they grew up in. Our great-grandparents, our grandparents, they didn't have the education because you guys would lynch them for even trying to read or kill them. Mm -hmm. So, they did the best that they could with what little knowledge they had to pass on to us and they wanted us to do better for ourselves. So, when y'all try that nice, nasty shade like old boy did with Jasmine, just realize a lot of us are very educated, we're well-spoken for it, and we know how to catch that shit and we will dish it right back to you. Now, we're not gonna give you the exact response that you want, which is what you think us flying off the handle and beating your motherfucking ass. We can take it there, but no, we're gonna fight differently. We're gonna fight how you fight now. So I need for y'all to remember that not all of us are gonna go off the handle. We're gonna sue you bitches too. I'm gonna give it to you every single time. Oh, but if you out in the street and you try that shit, it's all fair game. Let me just make that very clear. Yeah, I can take that how you want. But my mother always told me that if I demand my respect, like like if I respect everyone, I can demand my respect. And I'm not taking that any other way, but you are going to respect me. Because guess what? I go around, I respect everybody. I'm not going to call you anything out your name. I'm not going to, you know, disrespect you in any kind of way. So... If I have to respect you, you have to respect me. Period. And, and if you no don't, reason not to. Like, right. There's no up. reason not to, like, not to respect anybody. Like that, like, that literally costs you nothing to mind your fucking business. 
to mind your business, to deal with what you got going on, to to you don't have to be nice to me. Like you can literally just not say anything at all. Exactly. I'm okay with that because bitches do it all the time. Like I'm outside, I'm outside talking to like one of my friends, and I hear this motherfucker say "shut up, nigger," and I'm just like, why does it always have to resort to that? Exactly. And second, I wasn't even talking to you. And there's no just there's no just kidding. There's no excuse for it because you've been drinking. There's no excuse. Well, I was talking to my friend. If you're in a public place anywhere outside of the four walls of your own home, you are you are held responsible for what comes out of your mouth. So if I hear it in passing, if I hear it at the bar, if I hear it just like amongst your friend groups you're still wrong. you will get checked it doesn't right. matter and like you should you should be policing up your friends and family too exactly that's the only way this is ever gonna stop exactly because I mean like I see a lot of I see a lot of people that are just like you know oh well you know racism doesn't exist but I'm like okay so why tell me black, how it doesn't black exist. people aren't the only people that see that racism exists and shout out to my white friends that see it shout exactly. out to my white friends shout out that to mine will push that your it. teeth down your throat if they ever hear you use that fucking word those are the white people we're interested in so it's like you know and I know a lot of them that will do it but it's like you you can't tell me that it doesn't exist when more and it, you know like black people are just looking for you know a cry or whatever they always want to complain about something when you know your fellow people see it as well exactly like, I don't know. <laughs> this topic is emotional. It, it, it is because this, this is our is everyday life. Yeah, we deal with it from from day one. Right. Like, shit is just unfair. Like, police brutality. Like, when I see stuff on, I'm pretty sure there's millions of white people who, when they see somebody, oh, a kid got shot for walking down the street, they don't feel, or... They're, a kid got pulled over in a car. They don't have to stop and like think about like, damn, what if that was my brother? Or mm-hmm. let me right. think, damn, should I talk to my kids? Every time I see some shit, it don't matter where it's at. I'm like, let me call my brother and make sure he got his head on straight right now because right. I don't want him to be the next one exactly. to get shot for some bullshit. And I guarantee you, they're not gonna post his scholarships on the news, no. his football exactly. scholarships or his highlights. Like they're gonna post when he got arrested. Exactly. I mean, like. Shout out to our parents that had to come up through this. Exactly. Like, they had yes. to take the actual, like, the head on force of it. And we're not just talking to you about, like, rich people. I don't care what your skin tone is. It doesn't matter if you've got $20 in your bank account right now or if you've got $20 million in your account. We're all responsible for how we treat each other and how, mm-hmm. and, like, we can use our resources to be different. Like, we started this podcast to just reach an audience. Like, you may not like what we have to say. You may not, like agree with the things that we have to say but we're here to challenge your thinking and if you have the resources whether it be money your time you know pay it forward like you don't have to be a millionaire you don't have to come from a lot you don't have to be in a place of importance to make a difference like this country could be a lot better if people would just literally stop hide throwing the rock hiding their hands and pretending like shit doesn't exist you know that whole smoke and mirror shit like guys come up we're gonna have to call a spade a spade we are living in a racist America. We saw that with Obama's President Obama's full term. I had not seen so many people say the N-word until that man became president. I'm like, okay. And he's highly educated. Right. They whatever they could and this goes for all down. politics. Granted, exactly. we never had a black president until Obama. I'm going to say this. All politicians are corrupt. Right. There's right. nothing the whole to system. do. The whole system. It's a system. Not necessarily the person, but the position is of corruption period but it's just like it's amazing to me on both sides black people are just as 
responsible for talking shit about Trump. Like, you may not like them as a person or their political views, but we're just as wrong. And I'm not going to sit here and act like we're not. We're all wrong as human fucking beings. Yes. Period, paragraph, end of story. We've got to do better, y'all. Like, and call each other out on the bullshit. We right. have to. Period. Because, like, Jasmine was saying, you're, no one, like, if something happens to you, no one's going to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, she made the dean's list and she's made, gotten all these awards and she's been promoted and she's done this, that, and the other. They'd be like, oh, well, she got a speeding ticket, you know? She's a criminal. Right, because most likely... Like, nobody, Most likely... Right, because most, like, like most likely, if something was to happen to you, or something would happen to you, or something was happen to you, they're going to find your mugshot. It's not going to be like a picture that your family provided to them. Mm-hmm. They're going to find a mugshot mm-hmm. and be like, you were... So you, something happened to you and you and you died. And the one and, time I had a warrant out for my arrest because I forgot to pay my insurance. Like, right, like... Forgot to pay the ticket, like... No one's going to care that, you know, we have degrees and we have full-time jobs and families. And let's not forget. And this isn't to say that there aren't other... We're not... I feel like we're just specifically talking about black people. We're talking about everyone. Right. Everyone struggles. And I'm not saying white people don't struggle. But you don't know... It's a different kind of struggle to be a minority, to be female, to be black, to be biracial. Exactly. To just... You know, just to be fucking different. Try being a gay black male in America. We got two strikes. It's like the women. Right, because I got two going against me. And I'm like, I don't know what it is about people that feel like they have to call me a nigger or a faggot. But either way, you either going to get your ass beat by a nigger or a faggot. That's just how it's going to be. Point blank fucking period. Exactly. Because, like I said, it all goes back to respect. I feel like this world would just be a better place if we all just at least started with minding our business. Exactly. I don't, I don't know you from a can of fucking paint. If I don't have nothing to do with you, then don't speak on anything that 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 involves me. I see you holding hands with your boo in public. Oh, okay, they're in love. Okay, back to what I was doing. Yeah, and right. like being biracial, like I have no choice but to ever be in an interracial relationship and I can't tell you the nasty looks that I've gotten mm. from all avenues and all and this isn't a woe is me type thing this is just simply bringing awareness of like the type of energy that you're giving off the way you talk to people because it's awful it's literally awful like who cares like whom is who I'm sleeping with bothering you no yes. mind your fucking yes. business she has to suck his dick not you I just don't understand where and let's not forget who controls why. the media. A fucking white person. The media is awful. And if you listen or believe everything you see online, you're a part of the problem. Mm. Do your research. Research. Find out what's really happening. Like, it's exactly. out there. And the whole story. The exactly. whole yes. story. Because the media puts out there what they want you to believe. They want you to believe that black people are the problem. Yes. Or Mexicans are the problem. Or Middle Easterns are the problem. Pushing that narrative. But exactly. the white people are the problem. And I I'm, I'm don't say that to be racist. I really, really don't. I'm sure there's going to be somebody that listen and be like, damn, y'all are racist. But the media controls 100%. so much of how we think because they only tell you what they want you to believe. You continue to believe that the black people are the problem because of how we were raised or the neighborhoods we came from or the lack of resources that we yes. had, then nothing's ever going to change. That whole fear-mongering and race-baiting shit. Y'all fall for it every time instead of being intellectuals and critically thinking. You're drinking the fucking fluoride water. Boom. Exactly. I mean, it's... it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, when... Like when, when I don't want to say when like it came about, but when it came about really heavy and like 
you saw like different things happening for Rays. I'm not even gonna lie, like I didn't pay any attention to it. I'm just like, okay, well, you know, it's just, it's just something on the news or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But when it started becoming a trend, then that's when I became interested and I wanted to know like what's going on because I'm like, I refuse to believe that all of these are coincidences. Right. And I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but like talking about the media, like we talked about Brock, the swimmer that y'all know got caught raping the girl behind the dumpster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the judge sat there and said, you know, he's a good athlete and he's a good student. And any more than six months jail time would ruin his life. But what about this girl's life? What about the girl's life? Or what if a what if an African American male committed the same crime? Forty years or to would life. Would it be the same? Or, and that is not okay. Our judicial system is fucking awful. Right Awful. He's sitting in jail right now. So they have all the evidence. Because he went to Stanford. But take a community kid, you know, community college kid, and uh-huh. no one would care. Or the sentence would be so much more harsh. Execution. Oh, shit. Okay. They executed a. The other, yeah, I forgot his name. But Rodney Reed's got a state of execution, but he's been sitting in jail since 1996 because he had a sexual relationship with a white woman. She was cheating on her white husband, who was also a police officer. All evidence points that he murdered his wife. He admitted when he got to jail to be a part of a gang that he murdered his wife. And they still have, they were about, they were going to execute him in, I think, three days, but he got a state of execution yesterday. So he's not going to get executed. Now they got to fight to get this man out of jail. And they have everything that they need to, that he's innocent. And it's weird that... This country has so many problems in so many different avenues. And yet we work about every other fucking are. country instead of what's going on here on home turf. Bitch, fly. Exactly. I don't know. And it's like... I don't know. For me... Okay, so for me to like experience this shit like at such a young age kind of like bothers me and the fact that I'm still like talking about it like I saw a lady and I saw I saw a picture of a lady that was like protesting and she had a sign that said that I can't believe that I still have to protest this shit and I cannot I cannot believe that this is still a topic of discussion like I get it like you know you don't want to hear about like you know your like not I want to say your people but you don't want to hear about your people doing like crazy shit just like you know you can't like pretty much you can't bring me no bad shit about my friends like you can't come to me with no with nothing about my friends like i don't want to hear shit you gotta say about it blah 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 Uh, that's that's pretty much the same mindset you don't want to hear it but i'm like you see it happening you know that it's a thing so i don't understand why this is still a topic of discussion like why am i still like talking about this like People talk shit on like people talk shit on black people. I have some of the nicest black friends. People talk shit on Mexicans. I have like the nicest Mexican friends that will do anything, give you the clothes off their back, whatever. Like I just don't understand like why are we talking about people? Like why are we making an issue out of people that are different than us? And why are we using their nationality or ethnicity background as the, as the label? Like oh my black friends or oh my Asian friends. How about just like, my friends? Why not talk about their character? Be like they're a good person because or I don't like them because of their character, not because of the, their skin color. Like oh I don't like such and such because you know they're a liar, they're not loyal. But you know my black friend he's cool or my black I don't like him because you know he's lazy or whatever it may be but the the skin the color of someone's skin should not be their label that's again, not who they are pigmentation guys you, have, you, have you guys literally sat and thought about it for you people who are racist and subscribe to all that shit 
It's a fucking pigmentation exactly. in our skin. Melanin. Now, us conspiracy theorists, we know what the real deal is with that and how much it's worth. But for you unenlightened motherfuckers, it's a pigmentation. So that means you hate orange flowers over red flowers. Shout Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Shout right. out to the racist ones with the mixed grandkids. Exactly. How y'all feeling? Exactly. Because your, your, your granddaughters and grandsons loving this, this good black pussy and dick. Alright. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> How you doing? Shout out to that? you biracial babies. Yes, <laughs> hey, my mom will listen to this and feel so sorry. But we love your mom. We love her. We love her. Listen, there ain't nothing wrong with little pretty biracial babies. And honestly, like who's hundred percent pure anything? Exactly. We don't because I don't listen here. Probably know exactly because I was. From. I know I was oh, biracial, and then I did 23 and me, and I was like, "Bitch, you're more than you thought." Right? Like, okay. Because we talked about it in past episodes. Nobody is 100 percent anything. Nothing. Everybody's mixed with something. Nobody's 100 percent anything. Under the last application, I had when you were talking about like putting your nationality. I'm gonna put last, other. Um, I had a who was I? I was on the phone with some company, but they asked. Me, I was doing a survey, and they asked me what. Um, nationality I wanted to put and they were like black or African American and I was like well I'm brown I'm not black and I was like I don't really know like if I'm African American technically I was like so you can put descendant of slave and he was like what and I was like you can put descendant of slave on there because that's all that I know yeah and I actually know a black girl she's got a different name I'm not going to put her name out there but on job application she's literally Put a different name just to get an interview. Wow. Because you are screened based on your name. Yeah. And it's so horrible. Like, she has a phenomenal work ethic. She has a lot to bring to the table. She's educated. She's smart. She's a hard worker. But you fix it on her name. But based on her name alone. Mm -hmm. But y'all want to hire these Britneys and these Kellys that show up and don't come to work or, you know, are lazy, but... Fucking the boss. Yeah. It's like, you're going to judge someone based on their name and just assume... That they're black or assume that they're a different race, it's yeah. shitty, y'all. I just it don't. Sucks. I don't get it. And it's like I'm. I, I I've been racially profiled like numerous times. Oh yeah. Or like when you talk to someone on the phone and you show up, they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you were black." Exactly. I'm like, "What the fuck you thought?" Why does it matter? Exactly. Why do you care? Like, or you didn't sound like that. On or you don't act, or you don't act like a typical black person. Exactly. Just like you're one of the good ones. Exactly. And you're one of the good white ones, huh? Just like he talked about, you know. Him talking proper was always labeled as white. Yes. Why can't I just be? Or educated? why do you try to act right. white? I heard exactly. that a lot growing up. Why are you trying what? to act white? I used to get called a valley girl. Me too. They used to call me a valley girl. All the Georgia <laughs> bitches. All the <laughs> Georgia <laughs> bitches that had so shit to say about me. Friends and family. Like around the PJs, I lived like on the outskirts, and you know, as little did they know where my parents, how they grew up, because my parents right. grew up with no money, but they. You know, strive to raise me and my brother a different kind of way. Exactly. But because of that, they're just like, oh, well. Exactly. My parents didn't want the life that they had girl. for Her me. Best friend right. Is an inside out Oreo or an Oreo, black on the outside one, like just stupid shit. Why can't I just be proper yeah. English? And there is something I saw too. Is if you flip your hands over, they all fucking look the same. Okay. Definitely. Flip them over, bitches. I like how we all just do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there's a picture that floats around every year, and I see it, and it's so true. Like yes. kids, like we need to treat each other like kids do. Kids don't fucking care. They, they play don't. the exact same They're way. They're taught to. They, hate. Racism is taught. Thank you so much because 
little Johnny and little Emmy. That's really the dog, but I couldn't even. (laughs) (laughs) But like kids don't care. You go to a playground, these kids aren't talking about the color of their skin. They're not talking about where they grew up in. Nobody cares what their house looks like. They just want to run around the playground and play hide and seek. And it's innocence. Racism is taught. Period. Period. Paragraph. End of story. I definitely believe that. Okay, so I was okay. So I don't know if you guys have um, have seen the show uh, "Hate Thy Neighbor." It comes on. I've um, heard of it. I, I forget what show that comes on. I mean, I forget what station that comes on. But I was looking at it, and there was this lady. Like they go around. They literally go around, this guy literally goes, this black guy, literally, he's a biracial guy, he goes around interviewing actual people that identify as racist. Oh. So, so I, I, I just need you to know that racism does exist. If you haven't watched it, it's a really uncomfortable show to watch because he goes around identifying black races, he goes around identifying white race, like whatever. He doesn't discriminate with color. Like, this lady was like, you know... He like he had asked her like you know if she had like one wish whatever like what would it be and she said to re-exterminate the Jews and he asked yeah. her like why like why would you think that and she was like because I don't need my kids growing up around that I don't need my kids um, you know being around you know somebody that's different than them and I'm and to literally see that people actually think like this like it's crazy like he went to he went to a spot. I want to say, in, I think it was in Georgia or somewhere, and they, they, he asked the guy what was going on down there. He said, it's a KKK rally, and he, uh-huh. said, he said, well, can I go? And he, the guy was like, you know, I wouldn't advise any of that at all. So I'm like, you know, like, it's an uncomfortable show to watch. Like, I, 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 have been, I was uncomfortable, like, a lot watching that, but it, it has become, like, you know, weirdly like one of my like favorite shows to watch because it lets you know like this is a real thing this is happening in America in front of us and this is in America like he's literally just going around America just just following different hate groups I also want to tell that to y'all know I always come at y'all with a little fun fact fun fact of the day guys <laughs> if you guys don't believe that our government supports this type of behavior they absolutely do so several several years ago um and this is probably prior to um, when slavery was illegal, but it doesn't matter. It's inhumane. Um, the government used to test vaccinations oh. on black people mm-hmm. in children with disabilities. So I don't know if that what you want to take from that, but let that sink in. Why just black people? Mm-hmm. Why not people? If you want to mm-hmm. test a population, you want to test a vaccine, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But they only... Tested on black people and children with disabilities. So disgusting. But I absolutely understand why they're so fucking scared of us. Because listen to the shit. How much shit they put us through. Exactly. Minorities in general. Not just black people. Like just minorities in general. They put us through so much shit. And we are still striving. Exactly. We're not going to go away. We're not going to be bruh. Exactly, because guess what? Because guess what? If you kill me, you're just gonna have to listen to somebody else talk about it. Exactly. So it's like you you can kill off the people that you you know whatever, but you're gonna be killing for a while. A while. A long time. But it's it's saddening too. Like my grandpa used to tell me about like how he had to like go to a different door at a bar to get beers and shit like that, just wow. small stuff like that. And it's so saddening because he um he passed away two years ago, but just uh two weeks ago. He was buried at the Arlington Cemetery because he was in the Army in the Vietnam War. He wanted to be buried next to, like, the other soldiers that he served with. 
And in my mind, I was like happy about it. But at the same time, I'm like, these men probably didn't even want him there. Like he was fighting for a country that didn't give a fuck about him. Mm. But he still did it. And then he still wanted to be buried next to these men. And that says a lot. Oh, it that does. Because he had a good outlook on those people. And he, he had the good heart because he didn't do this to himself. You know, exactly. he did not choose this life, this way of life. He didn't choose that upbringing and this segregation. And that says a lot about people. Like I said, we're not going to go away. We're not going to shut up. And I hope that you guys would too because this is a problem. These same kids, you know, you think your kids are pure and perfect and just innocent, but they go to school and they are taught these type of behaviors and you teach them be- these behaviors, but we've got to stop the trend somewhere. Exactly. And we should all be talking about it. I don't care what color your skin is. Exactly. I don't. I really don't. Exactly. We should, I feel like we should just be advocates for like everyone. For people. Like for people in general. Like... I I'm not going to I'm I'm not gonna go that route and be like you know I don't see color when I whatever blah 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 like that's I, I hate I, what people say I just feel like I feel like that is like just a shitty cop out right. like we are all different colors like the way I look at it when you say you don't see color do you just see us all as like the same color like I'm I don't know like I don't want you to elaborate on the subject but it's like. I know that I have friends of different shades. I have friends of different colors. Like, I just... And I see them for who they are. Like, I don't look at them on the outside. Like, if you're a shitty fucking person, whether you're black, white, whatever, you're just a shitty fucking person. Exactly. But if you're... If there are plenty of people of different shades that are good fucking people and that, that you know, that, 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 I, that I, can, I can fuck with. I just... I'm not gonna fuck. Basically, I'm not gonna fuck with you based on like what your skin color is going to be. And I feel like if everyone just thought that way, we would be able to get somewhere in this process. So, my whole family like covers half the United Nations. Just in case you guys are wondering, I have my family is black, white, and Japanese, and my mom is also married to a Mexican. So we have Mexicans in my family. We've seen and heard it all. And then growing up in Texas and like. I don't know if I just look like my brothers by default because they're Hispanic too. But, like, no, I don't fucking speak Spanish. Like, that is still racial profiling. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, I keep wanting to harp on not just being black because I don't want to offend anyone. I want to offend people because we're all fucking wrong. Definitely. Like, this, yep. has, this is not a color thing. This is, like, a self-check, self-awareness. This is bringing attention to things that nobody else wants to fucking talk about. Exactly. I mean, I want, I'm not racist, but, I mean, I catch myself, like, Somebody does something I'm like, yeah, that's white people shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that could be taken the same way as yeah. like the dude being like, oh, why you? I drink forties and eat chicken too. Yeah, white people we struggle. We see y'all struggling too. We see exactly. y'all. We're not taking like away. We are not saying that all white people are born with silver spoons in their mouth. We're not saying all black people are like these horrible, ignorant, uneducated people either. We're not saying that all Mexicans mow lawns. This is not a race or color issue. This is a people issue. Mm-hmm. This is an issue that is. It needs to be talked about, and we're not going to shut up. Exactly. And it's a fucking system. I need y'all to remember that. Racism is a system. It has been done on purpose to subjugate people of color to maintain a certain power structure. Yeah, and we need to stop trying to put weight on sin and wrong. Like, wrong is wrong. I don't care. It's fucking wrong. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, is our judicial system has taught us otherwise. Exactly. And we need to fix it. If we all rally together, they can't stop all of us. Exactly. Right, exactly. All together yeah. as one unity. Like, exactly. y'all better wake up. They, they, 
Look how much links they go through to poison our fucking food, the air, the water, all our fucking cosmetic products. Clean drinking. And it's 2019. Clint, like, tell me that you care about your fucking people, and there's Americans that don't have clean drinking water. Exactly. And then yeah. I read an article that some more places are affected, like Flint, but of course they're not getting highlighted. Exactly. And if it was a well, let's say a neighborhood like Beverly Hills. No issues. It'll been taken care of a long time ago. I don't understand how like they just don't have clean water. Like doesn't make any sense. But I guess it's the same. Like I don't understand how California keeps like burning every fucking where. But they have like man man made weather and stuff. Like I feel like Our- this has been happening for years. How is there still no solution? Exactly. Like there has to be something. The powers that be, boy, they is putting us through the ring. Money, baby. y'all. Money. Exactly. Alright, yeah. so we are going to take a quick break to show these people some love and we will be right back. Alright guys, so here we are. We are back. Um uh the first half of this was, you know, it was it was deep. Very um, intense. It was deep. Um but I kinda wanted to pick up on this uh on this video that I saw on Twitter. Pretty much too, because uh, y'all know I love a good video. Y'all know I, I scroll on social media all day. Um, I don't know the background of this story, but um, it pretty much just proves my point of all the shit that I was saying. Um, one second, here we go. I said you were talking crazy, uh-huh. you stupid fucking nigger. Okay. Did you get it that time? I did. I said nigger. Okay, cool. So, the video pretty much goes on with her. Uh, she follows him for a good amount of the video. Well, she's not really, I don't know if she's following him or going in the same direction, but he's swerving in and out of her lane, you know, being really crazy or whatever. Wow. Um, but... If you had it, like he goes on to say, you know, you were talking shit to me and blah, 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 blah. That's fine and all, but why, why are we, why is that the word that you just automatically go for? Like, like if somebody pisses you off, you can, you can literally just be like, hey, you know what you did pissed me off. Like, but she pissed him off and he called her a stupid fucking nigger. So like... (laughs) I don't know if that's like I don't know if that's like a generational thing. I know that I I, I know most definitely that racism is taught. Um, Cause like we we go through these uh we like I go I go through pictures and stuff on Facebook and you see kids of different colors like hugging and on each other and you know loving on each other and you see pretty much their adult parents like at each other's necks or you know being talked down to or whatever so i do 100 percent believe that racism is a taught thing i believe that um that again (laughs) again but yeah i feel like um i feel like eventually like one day maybe after long gone from here um it'll get better um as of right now you don't really i mean like you see like before it was the shootings of you know different unarmed black men and now it's like uh 
you see people like it's 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 moving on to people being sentenced to to death or you know in prison for the rest of their lives for you know crimes that they didn't commit it's 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 sickening it's it's i don't really have a word for it but it's <laughs> it's it's ridiculous and i just really uh what do, you, what do you guys have to think about it? What do you Completely guys agree. And then what also brought more light to that was the Central Park Five. When I watched that, that was mm-hmm. really painful watching. I still didn't watch the third half because I'm like, listen, we already... I just... Finish it. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. it. I just wanted to finish it. I cried a lot, but John... It was too much. Yeah. Like, is it even still on Netflix? Yes. It's still there? Yeah. I didn't watch the last one. Because I watched it. Like, I think... I watched it and I did not finish it. I was like, this is... It's just like... It has so much emotion in it mm-hmm. because they actually got to talk to the guys who actually went through it. Yes. But y'all should... I, like, cried the whole way through it, but you really should watch it because it really brings out, like, a lot of emotion. Very triggering. The third the third uh, part is the worst part. That's what I was told. I'm like, you know what? Corey Wise's story, and he had it the right. worst. And he, he, he was just trying to be a good friend from what I saw from the first two. That's... That's, that's it. He was not going to leave his friend because he was like, your mom's going to be pissed if I leave you. Exactly. And, and he spent the most time in there and had it the worst. He should probably be dead from what he went through in there. Mm. See, I didn't even watch it. That, that I didn't even watch that part. I mean, we just... And same like, um... Khalif Browder. Did you, have you heard of Khalif Browder's story? The boy in New York? His is on Netflix, too. He's from New York. He was... Long story short, he was... He went to a party with his friend or his cousin. They were on their way back. Some Mex- two Mexican guys said that they got their book bag stolen. They reported to the police. The only description they had was a black guy in a hoodie. So, Khalif had a book, a book bag. Um, wait, did he have... I don't know if he had the book bag or not. But they arrested him for it. He sat in jail. His mom didn't have $500 to bail him out. So, he ended up going to Rikers Island. And they kept pushing his court dates back, 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 back. He was in there, like, getting beat up. And, mm. I mean, because Rikers Island, the guards were corrupt. The judges at the yeah, time were corrupt. Everything bad. was corrupt in there. But I don't want to tell y'all, like, his whole story. Because it's really good. You guys should watch it on there. But he was innocent. At the end of the day, and he did eventually get out, and he had interviews with Oprah and Jay Z, but that wasn't the end of his story. Right after that, but and that kind of straight like this corrupt country and corrupt judicial system, it ruins someone's life. And we're yes. not just talking yes. about you know it ruins families, it tears family apart. These people are someone's father, son, brother, uncle, coworker, employee. It literally ruins your entire life. Now the government thinks like after being in jail for so long, of like oh we'll give you like a million dollar settlement for. No. But money doesn't like these people have to change their entire identity. Yeah, like imagine and see how fast technology and things change now. Imagine how we're talking about Rodney Reed. He's been in jail since 1996. So let's say he gets out in the Literally next year. Literally, almost my entire life. Right. He's and he's gonna be so overwhelmed with nothing is gonna be the same. He's, I could not. I couldn't imagine. Well, he loved, that, I and he's one of the ones that are still was. alive. What about the people that have died? We don't get those people oh, back. Yeah. These people and don't family. get their dads back and their no. moms back or their cousins back. Or you know, they don't get their life back. But y'all I think racism like, doesn't exist? And I honestly feel like the. I know they have programs in place to help like people in jail and prison get their GED and like 
take classes and stuff, but I really feel like they need to improve it to help these people transition for when they get out. Because I feel like it's set up for them to like get these courses and mm-hmm. get these certificates, mm-hmm. but it's still expecting them to stay in jail. Yeah, fuck so up they don't know how to transition back into the world. So that's why people end up getting out and they're like, "Yeah, I can't deal with this. Let me do something stupid." So I feel like they die because they know they have three meals a day, mm-hmm. a place to sleep, conditioning. Like, people who know who they are, yeah. they know where where they stand in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they get an occasional phone call, and mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about it. Sometimes being in jail for some of these people are better off than being. In their hometowns or wherever they came from, and that is that scary. Is scary. That is so scary. And that's what we're doing. That's what America's doing. For y'all to say if this racism doesn't exist, you are literally get, building people to go to jail and stay there. Black people specifically. You guys do not want to acknowledge it. It's the fucking truth. You are not trying to rehabilitate these people. You want them to stay in jail. You want it to be the independent black woman bullshit. No. I ain't never wrong with an independent black woman, but when you take out the male factor in the family, you have t- you have destroyed the head of the household. So for you unenlightened motherfuckers, it's supposed to be a male and a female and the kids in the home. When you take out the father figure, you just have the mother. A mom cannot raise a man. They do the best that they can. I'm coming and speaking from growing up in the South from a single um single uh, parent household it's not possible all these all of our fathers for the most part are behind bars for petty shit that now y'all Caucasian people are benefiting from for selling CDB or CBD and all that shit so I'm just like well can all these motherfuckers who got locked up for that shit get out then since now it's y'all making it legal can, can they get restitution for that something that's all I'm asking for cause I, y'all keep saying it don't exist but yet, the system keeps showing us otherwise. But y'all keep want to turn the other cheek. Oh, it, it doesn't affect me. So, and I'm just going to turn over here and go back and eat my, you know, green bean casserole. And it's crazy because it's like the people that have the ability to make the change, which is all of us, just sit back like, you know, he said, and it doesn't pertain to me. But like Nisi said in the last one, in like the last podcast, we are just as guilty standing by watching bad shit happen to people as the people doing it yes especially when we don't say anything or speak up like if you see something happening like people know me people know that i was bullied to shit in high school middle school elementary school and people know that i do not take bullying lightly you're not going to bully anybody in front of me you're not going to you're not going to disrespect anybody in front of me especially somebody that's not doing anything to you and somebody that clearly does not want a confrontation and even because me i want all the smoke technology has made it like if you are a bystander and you're putting it on social media you're just as wrong yes. and i'm not saying you necessarily need to get involved because not all, we cannot fight everybody's battles right but you can alert someone authority security cops a bigger man somebody to help if you're recording it you're just as guilty as the person that's engaging in the act the behavior the bullying itself yeah and larry back on that video you showed us at the beginning the fact that that is the first thing again out of your mouth when you have a confrontation or a disagreement with someone is the n-word you have been indoctrinated into the and system. And the person that record was it the person was it the man himself that said she the recorder? Re- she, she was recording. She was recording him saying this to her, and she asked him to repeat himself, and he repeated it. Go, girl, because you were raising awareness. Exactly, you're raising awareness, and you're also for those individuals that gaslight and co-sign for what he does. I want you guys to remember this: 
This is what you're supporting right here. You have fucking George Zimmerman going around signing Skittles. You pieces of shit. They are auctioning off what? the weapon that was used. The fact that he's still alive, I'm still shocked. Are you serious? There are that people that are... That yeah, someone getting, wants that to buy that weapon that killed that child. Yeah. When and I not, saw that, I gave up hope on America. Then. And we could get very political, and I'm trying not to be because I respect all of you guys as people. But but we're gonna talk about. This but show. we're gonna talk about it. I don't care if I have India. I wow. really, really, really don't. Technology can be so powerful, and instead of like when you you're do doing shit for clout, like fucking stop. This like, is people's lives. Someone's life. I don't care. Like it's human decency, common mm-hmm. courtesy. I'm not saying you have to like it, support it, but don't engage in the behavior. Don't like do something. Use your time shit. wisely. Exactly. That's you it. Can stop shit like this. At this point, I really feel like like how sex trafficking is becoming such a, or I won't say it's becoming a more big thing. It's getting more light shed to it because of technology. I would not be surprised if somebody like seen somebody getting snatched up and decided to record it exactly instead of trying to stop. People, like, and bitch. people record the weirdest shit happening. Like, like you could step in and stop. You can this. step in, you, but the time it takes for you to pull your phone out and record, you could literally be calling nine one one or something. But for some reason, people people thrive off of oh, I got this video and I'm about to post to the internet. It's gonna get oh, vi- it's gonna go get viral. viral. Like and they like oh maybe I can get me like a million likes and maybe I can get me a blue check. Bitch, yeah. someone is dying. And you going wanna- back to the video too, if you condone that type of behavior and your excuse is well, my grandpa was raised like that. Or you know, such and such was was a slave. Or you know, my grandpa was a plantation owner. You're just as wrong. My grandma does not care for white people at all. Neither does my great. My grandpa didn't. I mean, but can you blame? At this him? point, you can't blame him. Exactly. At this point, they're too. They're not going to change. They're in their 80s. I'm not asking them to change. I don't even. I know from history books and from videos and from people talking what they went through, but I don't know what they personally experienced. Exactly. And like just like on the other side of the fence, we don't know what it's like to have to go to a different water fountain. Yeah. Right. We don't know what it's like to have to go in through a different entrance. And We've I'm not going to slam somebody because they were raised differently than me. Or but our people. generation has no excuse at all. None. Exactly. Only being able to buy a house in certain neighborhoods. My grandpa is a retired Vietnam War veteran. He's able to go out he, he retired from two jobs, but he could only buy a house in. They were redlined. Like they can only buy houses in these poor neighborhoods. Gentrification. Because and this shit's crazy. It's disgusting. Like, it's, and if y'all don't know anything crazy. about the Vietnam War, please do your research. Exactly. It like, was nasty, geez. nasty, nasty. And that's that's a song for another time. But exactly. redlining and all that shit. But no one cared because they still doing that. Too. Gave his still yeah, still redlining still. Oh, and also in case you guys haven't been aware. There's still lynchings going on to this day. Oh, yeah. There are, I'm from Texas, and y'all know I'm so proud to be from Texas. There are towns in Texas I will not stop for gas. And oh, I, I heard about And those. I am... Most people don't even Sundown know I'm black. towns do exist. Most people don't even... Just by looking at me, there's people out there that don't know that I'm black. And there are towns in Texas that I will avoid at all costs. If y'all drive past somewhere and it starts with country with a K, keep driving. Or oh, the Confederate flag is ginormous and a long ass road going through and you don't see nothing but motherfucking trees Tifton Georgia and it can just be 2k country corner with 2k Mm-mm, I don't bitch I'm it. not stopping I got a full tank of gas and I'm going fucking cruise control 75 all the you know, way I'm gonna up. take the detour that goes around the city and we shouldn't have to live like that I should be able to get out of my car and get gas Wherever. not speak to anybody and be safe 
Exactly. It's weird because it's like I used to go home to see my parents all the time when I lived in Virginia. Um, I stopped at a gas station in the middle of the night in West Virginia. Yes, it was in West Virginia. Um, I get out. I'm about to, you know, insert my debit card, and this man walks outside and he asks me, "Can he help me?" No. I, you know, me thinking like, you know, no, you know, blah blah blah. And he was like, he asked me again. He's like, "Can I help you?" And I was like, "Okay, so this is." This is that kind of party. Right, so you know doing. what? I will go. I will take my fourth of a tank and I will go somewhere else. Because I'm like, I'm there by myself in the middle of the fucking night. Nobody else working. is there in that fucking parking lot. Anything could have happened. You know, you can say what you want about, you know, oh, uh, well, he didn't He didn't make it obvious that he was a racist. He didn't say it out of his mouth. Listen, you cannot, you cannot tell me what racism looks like if you've never seen it. This man literally looked at me like I did not belong there. Yes. Yeah, and you know. You right, know I know what that is. You can feel it's It's an uncomfortable feeling. It is so... It was... It was I, had, I had never had that happen to me, so when he asked me if he could help me, I was just thinking of it as, you know, whatever, like... He works here, like, you know... Can he help me? Blah, 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 blah. But then when he said it again, and he said it with more, like, conviction in his voice, it was like, you know, uh, I should probably go somewhere else. I should probably go somewhere else. I, and it's like, I'm real skeptical about stopping anywhere it's in the middle of the like night. It's not like followed up with, like, oh, have a good night, or let me know if you need anything. Like, the way that it said to you and the way that you're approached, it's, it's horrifying. Like, you just feel it. Like, you feel like... One wrong move, one minute too long, and it's it's going to get nasty. Exactly. I and I don't know how nervous. to put it into words because unless it happens to you, but you just don't know. And it's not just racism. It's like being a female at the gas station in broad daylight in the middle of the city. Like, you never know. Like But until you're in like those awkward, uncomfortable situations that just shake you up, you don't know. Because when someone's like, can I help you? Most people are like, okay, like let me know if you need anything. And mm-hmm. it's, it's harmless. But when someone repeatedly asks you, can I help you? And it's like, I'm not going to ask you again it, before you need to be out of here. Exactly. I drove off. He stood outside and waited until I got out of the parking lot and went back inside. And... Like she said, there's no way to explain that feeling, that moment. Like you literally, you literally have to go through it in order to get what I'm talking about. Exactly. I had something like that happen here. Actually, I was at a, it was actually Halloween weekend. I was at a party, and it was um, like downtown Waikiki, but like up, like in the hills, like up towards like uh, Tonsil's Lookout, oh, yeah. and the guy, his party was up there, and me and my friend were leaving. She's black, like me. And it was like a, this this pickup truck like full of white people, like 12 of them in the back. And they were like piled in the front. And they were super cool when we were inside the party. But when we were leaving, they were going more up the hill, like towards the lookout. And they were like, hey, do y'all want to come with us? Like, we're going to the lookout. And we're like, nah, we're good. We're just going to wait for our Uber right here. At the same time, the Uber was calling me like, I don't know where you're at. Can you guys start walking down the hill? And I don't know if you've ever been up to Tonto's lookout, uh-huh. but that... It was in the middle of the night. So it was dark as fuck up there. there. So I'm like, um, just we'll wait right here, and if you still can't find it, then we'll start walking down. And they were like, so you guys come in? And was like, no, we're gonna wait. And they were like, why don't you guys want to come? And it was like they were getting angry, which automatically made me uncomfortable. Not because they were white, but it's just like, why do y'all want us to come up there with y'all so bad? You don't even know me. And they were doing all types of shit in the party. So I'm just like, I don't trust it. So they went up the hill. 
we started walking down probably like three minutes later like we saw headlights and they were like driving slowly behind us and they flashed the lights and I'm like y'all sure you don't want to come and I'm like, yeah, well, you're coming down. Like, I'm like, yeah, but you're not going towards the lookout no more. You're coming down. I was like, no, we're good. And they're like, all right, well, y'all be safe tonight, okay? It's dark down this hill. Really? Yeah. And then they just pulled off. Like, they sped off down the hill. They never went back up the hill. And I was, it was like. It was a bunch of guys? Um, it was like, it was probably like three girls in there, but it was more mostly guys. And I don't want it to come off as, like, racist, but. My only thought was like they're about to take these two black girls up in the middle of the woods and dump our asses off somewhere. Like, why you want to go up there with y'all? Someday? And the fact that our right. Harbon has to go there speaks a lot to our current times. Right. Exactly. It's That's the only place my mind went. It's happened. It's literally happening in front of your face. So it's like if if we lived in a world full of like fairies and fucking rainbows, you know, nobody that would be the first thing that people think that, that they go to but you got people getting picked up off the fucking street in broad fucking daylight the black you women got, that are coming up missing every right. day they could have tossed they could have tossed your ass in that fucking gulch and nobody would have ever found you or whatever Hawaii okay. if, if you have seen like Hawaii and like you know how big their fucking vegetation is it would be a I minute before anybody found you a, 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 a whole minute so it's like it's like I shouldn't I should I, I shouldn't be living my everyday life being approached by a stranger and just being automatically afraid. Because any normal person would be like, oh well, let me just ask them for a ride down the hill. Right. But like, that would never cross my mind. Right. Like oh. I would rather walk down this hill down this hill than get in a car full of strangers. I wish people could Google like the the drive up to Tonsula's Lookout because I know y'all know, but like imagine that at one o'clock in the morning. On Halloween was, night right. at a party with a bunch of drunk people and on drugs and whatever else they're on exactly. and we're walking down this Mind you, there's no there's there's barely any lights in the neighborhood, but when you start going up towards the park, it is completely dark. And just I, like yeah. you like we went up there for New Year's to see the fireworks, uh, the fireworks show because you can see it across fucking Waikiki up there. Mm-hmm. It is pitch black up there. So of course I'm not taking no fucking ride from no fucking stranger up into the fucking darkness. Like I'm not. I'm just not doing it. What? Like I'm not doing it. So my experience with this shit was back in our current wig in chief took over in 2016 in November. My aunt had passed away. I do feel that my OIC used his, you know, white privilege, you know, to keep me from going. Even though we had three people in admin who could have taken care of the job but that's for another time um i get home and this is probably like maybe four days after the election and i know my streets i don't know everybody else's streets but i know my home turf so i know the neighborhoods the suburbs the suburbs the hood the swats i know it all i decided to go to a waffle house in one of my favorite neighborhoods fayetteville which is a little bit nicer it has Affluent black people there and white people. Okay. Been to this Waffle House plenty of times. After this election, for people that don't think racism exists, I grew up in Georgia. Part of the Bible Belt. Look it up. I have never felt like I didn't belong until I walked into this Waffle House. The waitress, very nice. But the looks I got from the people in there, the Caucasian people specifically in there, because I didn't realize I was one of, at the time, three black people in there. The look of disgust, like, why are you here? All because they got in power, because 
the wig and teeth is, you know, orange fidgety face ass is up in there now. I'm also going to say, too, is, like, I'm pretty well-traveled, as I like to think I am. And it's so discouraging sometimes coming back to America and just how nasty these people are. I just recently got back from a trip to Australia. And if you've never been, um, it's predominantly white. Uh, but it's very much like America as far as just a melting pot of everybody. And never once did I ever feel like I was out of place because I looked different or I didn't sound like them. So, obviously, I don't have an Australian accent. And I was there for a week and just completely immersed myself in the culture and like went out and did stuff and talked to people and learned about where I was at and I never once felt out of place. And I'm not saying that there's countries that aren't racist and I'm not saying that there aren't places that you'll go and you'll experience that whether it's one person or multiple people, but I came back and I felt more judged at home than right. I ever have in another country where everyone knows that I'm not from there. Right, because there are countries that I make you that. just... It, there are countries that make you embarrassed to, to be, be to, from to, America. To, to be to be from here. That's why I love going to Yeah, like I like I they went, welcome us. I went, to, I went to Croatia. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen so much love from so many people, mm-hmm. man. In just one me. setting, like it was, it was, it was, it, it was, it was just an awesome experience. But it's like to come back here, and then it's just like. No, if you've ever talked to someone from another country about America or their experience they're in America, like, and they're like, they oh. don't ever have like they may they're like this, they may like the country as a place, but if you ask them about the people, they all have a negative experience. I had a, and since you were, were speaking of Australia like specifically, when I went there on deployment, I think like the only thing I paid for was like my souvenirs because they were just like oh you're from America like you're in the Navy or this and they're just like oh come on let's have drinks let's go to this party inviting us like into their homes we were in the Philippines they were inviting us into their house girl they was cooking food for us and every damn thing this man asked to take us like on his boat to like this private island to where he has his house over there mind you we couldn't go but I'm just like and even if you could, like, if someone in America was like, hey, let me take you out on my private boat. I'd be like, 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 bitch, no. I'd be like, ew, no. I would, really have to, like, wait, I would really have to weigh my pros and cons, maybe do some research, ask some friends. I know people, I know people, I know people, before I say yes. Because people don't have good, in- I'm not going to say there's not people here that have good intentions. But it's scary being a female and being biracial. You just never know. Because I was, like, growing up in high school, like, me and my friends were young and naive. We were late for curfew one day. And we got a ride from a complete stranger. That was almost 10 plus years ago. I would never mm-hmm. in my wildest dreams do that today. I barely like to get in an Uber. Right? Speaking of, that's what I was just about to say. I seen a video of a girl yesterday on Instagram. She was in an Uber. Her car broke down on her way to work. She called her husband. Her husband was like, just leave the car there. I'll get it towed. I'll get it fixed. She got an Uber. The Uber was going all these back roads. Wasn't following GPS. Stopped in front of like a gated building. The gates opened. Some she said some guy popped out of the truck and was like, "Just back in here." And she's telling the Uber like, "This isn't the way to work. Where are you going?" And he was telling her like, "Be quiet, be quiet. Shut up, shut up." She he had the child lock on one door, so she had to jump out the car and like run to get away from the car and call the police because the Uber driver was about to kidnap her. And it's crazy how this shit happens in broad daylight in America. Broad daylight, and, yeah. But we're more apt to get in the car with someone from another country because they love the America, the scary. idea of it. Girl, most people only use like unless you just don't have a vehicle. You only well, I know, 
I can't say most people, but I know me and the people I associate myself with, we use Lyft and Uber like when we're going out, we're going to be drinking. Right. So now, it's like, if I'm going to be drunk, do I want to get in the car with the stranger? Or like going to the airport. I know I usually try to get like the first flight out in town. I like to get to my destination. And sometimes that means getting in an Uber at 3, 4 in the morning. And it's mm-hmm. terrifying. Because yeah. one, you know that my house is either not secure, I'm not going to be there. Or yep. I'm getting in a car by myself with a man I don't know. And it's dark. Yep. Exactly. And it's like, you know, it's happening. And you're getting paid for it. That's the scarier thing. Exactly. Me and my friends have our location on, like, in our little group message, so we know, like, yeah. where each other are at. But I just feel like... I just retweeted, if like you have, have my location that. set, you are responsible for my life. Definitely. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, it's a, that we have to, that do, we have that. to do that. It's a good Girl. handful of people that have my location. I always know where that motherfucker's at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you see me in some place weird, you know that I ain't, I, I, I ain't there on my own accord. Yeah. And like, it may be funny, okay. but like I'll text Larry and be like, where are you? Because I'll, I randomly just check his location and I don't recognize where it is. Granted, we live on an island and it's not that big, but I know where he frequents. I know where to find him if I need to. And I'm like, he's like, bitch, why are you being nosy? But like sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, I need to know where you are in case something happens. Because you never know. I have another group of friends too. If you send me a certain emoji, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if you send me a certain emoji, emoji, I know that you're in a situation. Mm. And to call you, it's like, get out of that too. Yeah. So the location thing is cool, but it could. I mean, sometimes it's the people you know them the well, the closest that do the crazy shit. So. I always send my closest three friends back on mainland, my location when I'm out here on this fucking stroll yeah. on this island. And I think too, it's important even if you if you don't want to share your location, you don't have like a code emoji. Like, take the same home way from work. Take the same way home from school. Let someone know if you're gonna go on a detour because you just never know what can happen, and someone's gonna come looking for you. And I know mm-hmm. that I'm gonna backtrack a certain route based on the person. Based on where they go and where they frequent, it's okay to like. You can never be too safe. That's really what I'm getting at. You can't. There is no such thing as There's being no too safe. Thing. No, it's not a joke when they say check your back seat, check under your car. Right, like, like you see it in movies. You see like people get in their car and then look in their rearview mirror and somebody's oh. sitting back there. Yeah, you that like, is a real fucking thing. Like when, <laughs> if. If you if you know me, you know that the that when I go to my car, I open my trunk. I go from my trunk to my back seat, and I literally just make it look like I'm just doing you know random business or whatever. Like I'm putting something in the back in the back of my in the back seat of my car, and then I move around to the front. I hate that I have to be this way. Yeah. Or walk into your car and just hit the panic button just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen there was a post a post on Instagram, and it was just basically telling people like safety tips, and I know one of them like stood out to me specifically because i'll get in my car like after work or if i'm at the mall or wherever i'm at i'll get in my car and i'll just sit in there and i like go through my phone or pick a song i want to listen to when i pull off and it's like you need to get in your car lock your doors and start heading to where you're going lock because somebody's like, always waiting exactly. or watching you get in your car and go if you have like the little flyer because i know people leave flyers like for car washes or mm-hmm. join my car group or whatever you don't don't fuck with those like pull off do that shit somewhere else if you yeah, want to get it off your car or just leave it there you can sit here and give tips That's for days true. but and there's and i have some good like i don't know if this happens to people they say if your car windshield ever gets egged don't turn on your windshield wipers or like the fluid because like the soap that mixes with the egg solution just makes oh, it to where you can't see mm-hmm. but it's terrifying that we live in a world that we have to be like this and like i'm notorious if you follow me on any social media you know i hate getting gas 
Mm-hmm. But now that we're sitting here talking about it, the idea of running out of gas terrifies me. Because exactly. if yeah. I need to go somewhere, I can't be like, oh, bitch, you got six miles to empty. Exactly. So to learn from and me. That's me. Learn and from my mistakes that I haven't really made yet, rather than just getting out. <laughs> Ladies, men, people, put gas in their car. Because now I'm terrified. Now exactly. that we're talking about this out loud, and this is kind of why we're talking, because yeah. this wasn't planned. I think we had a different topic in mind. We had a different topic. Now we're right here. Like... We need to hit our car because now I'm fucking right. Or like I know, like I can get home with like 11 miles and I can make it to work. But what if something happens in those 11 miles? Exactly. So now I'm glad that we talked. I'm glad we talked about this because if I need to get away, I'm fucked. Exactly. Put gas in your car, people. Exactly. Okay. You need to like. Because now I'm scared. (laughs) I just feel like you just need to be aware of your surroundings. Like, like, like we say that, and you know, we, we. We don't usually hit on it until, like, you know, we notice something or whatever. But it's like, I literally watched a video of this girl on Twitter recording this man following her. She's taking all types of detours. And this there is a van that is following her. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think it was hashtag or anything. But it's been going around, and he's literally like, like she has her, she has her phone up, looking in like her side view mirrors and her rear view mirrors, and she's literally like, you see her making turn after turn after turn, and this van is slowly just like following her, and it's like. Me being me, I just be driving aimlessly, whatever will blah. So you could be following me to hell and back and I wouldn't even know. But Which is scary. Which is scary because it's like I should not have to be watching my back every two seconds to make sure that nobody takes me. I like I like I think it was like a year ago, but maybe a year or two ago, where this guy drugged this model put her in his suitcase and tried to take her and try to check her into his like luggage. In his suitcase? He I put did. her in a suitcase. Wait, the oh fuck? As if she wasn't gonna pop up. As if she Those are like the clearest cameras in the world. Exactly. Like you literally <laughs> checked her You checked her in as like as as baggage pretty much. Like they can, crazy people. Right. Like, like they can find your Four ounce of body wash that's over the limit. You don't think they're gonna be able to find a body? A whole human body. It just shows how had her tucked away in that fucking suitcase. So I'm like, people, people will do shit, and it's like, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. This, it's just like the sex trafficking thing. It's like, it's a real fucking deal. And I, it happened to me, and I don't know if it was actually gonna happen, but I was just aimlessly strolling on my phone through the parking lot. And this man, and I noticed these other people um, in a van not far away, but this man approached me and asked me if I wanted something. I didn't give him the time of day, but I was like, no, thank you. I got in my car, locked the door, and I left. Then I saw the man walk up to that same van with other people. And I'm not saying all vans are sketchy, but it's easy to throw you in there and drive off. And I was terrified. Because he he was only talking to people that were by themselves. He was only talking to women. It, you can never be too aware of your surroundings. you up. Now yeah. you're, like, you're small. So yeah. And it's happening like literally in your backyards. Yeah, much. and I've like, heard of like different things going on on Facebook, like p- different gangs that like partake in su- or um, sex trafficking will leave like a baby stroller on the side of the road because women naturally being nurturers will stop the and then they get to you or they're recording you oh, and yeah. they'll get they'll snatch you up. Like mm-hmm. so, if you see an empty baby stroller, if you see an empty car seat. I know it's your instinct to stop and help. Don't do it. 
Yeah, I saw. Um, do it, murder. I, they said it was a serial killer. It was, but he was he had like a recording of a baby crying. So he'll like put at the front door. You check your front door. He put it like by a window and knowing that these women are home alone. If you hear a baby crying, you're gonna go like, what is that? Got the people. And he camera. was snatching people so, up, and they had like a warning out, like if you hear a baby crying, you have to ignore it's it. It's not yours. Well, you know, you like in Chicago. This lady was posting like baby stuff in ads. Oh, yeah. She led that lady to her house, and the woman like cut the baby cut out. The of baby. Her. Oh, I've seen. And then, oh. and then played it off as her own child. And played, took the baby to the men, hospital. You, men, be careful too. Like when you go, like it's so easy to go crazy. buy. We're trying to save money buying stuff on like Facebook markets and on Instagram. Be careful. Let someone know where you're going. You know, be prepared. Take someone with you. Listen, if you yeah. carry, carry, like, do what you have to do to protect yourself. I was selling some J's and somebody went to meet me at the mall in Capilet, the mall parking lot. It was like 1.30 in the morning. And I was like, can we meet tomorrow? He's like, well, I can only get it today. And I was like, well, thank you. And be careful too, like letting people come buy stuff from your house. Exactly. Yeah. Carry. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting you in a public place. With all, it's gonna be in daytime, anyway. Exactly. And good luck to you, motherfuckers, trying to get in my car and be in the back seat. I don't got room. It's a and I got a big dog, three hundred exactly. pounds. <laughs> exactly. Cause this girl know I sleep with my knives everywhere. Oh, I yes. got knives. I got knives tucked around. I came in thinking I was gonna scare him one day. Mind you, I have a key to this house, and he was gonna stab me. Listen, because I don't be, <laughs> and I will have I my don't be fucking, to carry when I get back to I don't be fucking around. Like I feel like I like I feel like whenever my dog barks, I feel like that's somebody out and there. And now that I think about it, so just to lighten the mood a little bit, I came in the house yesterday, and Larry was in the shower, <laughs> and I thought he heard me. I watched him. I was like, "Hey, friend," and he didn't say anything. I was like, "He's either one ignoring me because he hates me, or but I heard the shower running, so I went upstairs." And he was showering, and I ripped the shower curtain. Oh, he's probably scared the shit. I shower. have never been And now been that we're talking about so stuff like that, it's funny, because he's my friend, and I knew he was safe. But the look of pure terror Listen. on his face was the frightening. Same. I would have <laughs> shit myself, because I'd be washing my face in the shower. I'm like, that's why I lock the door. I always lock the door. No, then I when I get out, I'm scared to open the door because what if someone snuck in while I'm in the shower and waiting? And they're waiting. Like now that we're talking about it, it's kind of not funny anymore because the he was so vulnerable. One, he was naked. Two, he's in his own home. But the pure look of terror on his face is enough to make me feel kind of bad. Exactly. Because I'm. I remember a while back, like one of my old homegirls, she, uh, I fell asleep on my couch. This girl snuck in my house, took selfies with me while, you were sleeping. while I was sleeping, left, what? and sent them to me. And oh, I was sitting here scary. like, bitch. I mean, it's funny because it's a friend, but that's scary because it could have been anything. Exactly. So it's, so it's like now I've literally conditioned myself to sleep lightly. Like she came to the, she came, she came home one day and there was like, Fucking people at that door. <laughs> I fell asleep on that couch and I looked and all I could think of was, "Bitch, you're about to like it, I, I I'm gonna have to fight because my knives. Them. I had took out my knives upstairs. Damn. 
So I literally took them out of everywhere that I had them. I'm not going to tell you motherfuckers where they are just in case if somebody <laughs> want to try to break but in. there's enough. But there are enough to fit in every piece of furniture in this if house. If I would Trust. not have come in this house and made my voice very clear to who, him who it she was. She literally had to make herself known when I she would not be house. sitting here talking to you guys today. Cause she, I remember she had came in one day to hear her keys, but I heard somebody come upstairs, and I had, I had three knives in my hand. Ooh, Damn. so this is how real it gets. This is how crazy it gets. Like I do not play about you coming in my shit. Like I am so, par- I'm so paranoid right now that it's like it's. I shouldn't have to sleep. With knives in my house. But like everyone wants to get those ring doorbell cameras, and that's great because you can see. But like I know people that just watch it just to watch it, and the shit that they see at their front door is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, people may not have ever made it inside, but the shit that's happening in your own front porch, right? Is absolutely yeah. terrifying. Bitch, listen, the way my spirit is set up, you bitches got y'all in for something when you come in. That bitch just know that. So to take it back to like minorities and stuff, have y'all ever? Like experience, like somebody like clutching their purse or locking oh, their definitely. door when you walk by. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been, followed, I've I've been followed around like uh, department stores. Yes, or definitely. Do you need but, anything? Do you need anything? Do you need help? But y'all ain't asking Martha Stewart over here. She need anything. Mm-hmm. I can like, shop in peace. Right. Like just mm-hmm. leave me alone. I'm, I think that was the first thing. I at the uh, Veterans Day, I was so shocked that the white lady, yes, came and sat next to me and sat her purse down. I was shocked that she For, didn't clutch because I was expecting her to. It's happened to me so much. At one point in my life, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start doing this shit back. Right, so somebody could be walking by me, like minding their business, but if they're white, I'd be like, let me look my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to lock my doors like intentionally, like so like, they can hear it, so like they know how the shit feels. But then I was like, you know what? This shit is, is stupid. Like, or assuming that like all black people don't tip or that. Because mm-hmm. I have seen because I've waited tables and, and I that. have bartended, and I will tell you, I have seen and heard it's, that it's it's not it's not one they will all shock you. Exactly. It, I think because we talked about tipping too and it being customary. I think people will shock you, and this is behaviors that are taught at home. Being exactly. cheap is a personality trait, basically. Exactly, it's not based on your skin tone. Or just even receiving different service at a restaurant because you're black. Or mm-hmm. being, I know, I won't say that I felt uncomfortable at a certain restaurant, but like a more upscale restaurant, people are like, oh, can she afford to eat here? Or why is she here? Or, oh, who brought her here? Ooh. Who's paying? Why can I not pay for myself? Or why can I not take myself to a nice place? Especially exactly. that, like, going, I've walked into like some, you know how like the, the Gucci store and the designer stores downtown, they have the guys standing outside. And I've walked in those stores and immediately like felt like, should I not be in here? I can afford. I came in here for a reason because I wanted to treat myself to something. But now I feel like should I even be in here? Yeah, like you know, buying, owning a luxury vehicle. People are like, oh well, what do you do? That too. Fucking go to work. Just that like too. Exactly. I got asked what my husband does. I don't even have a boyfriend. Exactly. I don't even have a boyfriend. Everybody knows. Why do you care? Everybody like knows. Like how I spend my money. Or being called like bougie because I have a Louis Vuitton handbag that I take to work. It's like a work bag. But are you putting ass on the phone paper? I worked my ass off for you that. Wanted it. You got it. Like, sure. I'm exactly. Be, I'm trying to be a profile about like you know, oh, hang out the money, blah blah blah. blah. I don't know. And it's like I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what the reason is for it. Like I'll go to a, like go to a dealership in what the fuck I got on now, gym shorts and a fucking t-shirt. You looking at me stupid? Like, like, like why are you here? Like first of all, bitch, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Like, okay, so okay, okay, so like. Case in point, I went to when I when I bought my car. Um, I had my I, I I had a fucking check, 
this man was trying to lowball me for everything. Like, I walked in and he's just like, he's like, oh, you look like you, you know, you, he's like, he's like, are you looking for this card? No, I literally told you what I came in here for. And I'll leave without it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get this sale. So then he started like, like, I was like, do you have this car? He was like, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He showed me the car and then moved on to something else. And I was just like, this isn't what I came here for. Mm-hmm. I literally saw that you had this car. I literally drove all this way to get this car. Now, you can either give me this car or you can let it go. So then eventually he started, you know, um, like he, he kept he kept lowballing me. So I was like, listen, I'm like, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, bullshit you at all. I have this fucking check in my hand. And since you don't want to give me what I'm asking for, I'll go somewhere else. And he's like, no, 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 what was up? Yeah. When I asked right. you to show me what the fuck I came here for, mm-hmm. you wasn't trying to do that. You trying to bullshit me, trying to sell me something cheap, and you kept you kept hitting on the word cheap. I'm not looking for a cheap car. I didn't ask you for a cheap car. I came okay. here for that car. And, and it's if not you just can't, materialistic things too. Like if I'm gonna take myself on a vacation, I'm gonna go. Exactly. Like why do you care how someone else spends their money? Or am I not worthy of a vacation because I'm biracial? Am um, I not worthy of a vacation because? <laughs> Because when they call first class, I was just about to say that. Speaking of vacation, don't pop up when they say, um, like you know, whatever they, whatever the hell they say, when you can be the first ones on the plane. Because I hop up there like, hmm, (laughs) very much. Show my little military ID. It makes me looking like maybe like first class of military members, and I'm like, listen, bitch. I'm like, listen, bitch. Sorry. And you don't know which you don't know which one I am exactly, but I'm one of them. You don't know which one I am until I plop down in this motherfucking seat. Yeah. <laughs> or like even if Air Force are the or, worst. or when you're upgraded <laughs> and you're the only person of color in first class, and like how what did you, you do? get here? Yep, My I'm not worthy to sit up here and drink mimosas with you. Oh, too. Are you military? Like why? Like, right. Why does that matter? Why, why? why does that matter? Your old ass is military. Exactly. Like, I paid for this ticket. The clothing right. thing, you can't win for losing because if you dress comfortably, like then you're like, oh, you're home. cheap, you're broke, blah. But if you dress, if you dress like designer, expensive stuff, oh, you're bougie. You think yes. you're better than people. You can't win for losing. But you don't. No. Have, but like the thing is, like, okay, so so what? I have a Louis Vuitton handbag, and this is not to like drop labels on y'all. But like, who are you to say like that someone didn't save? The last year, to yes. the dolls. Like, how do you know We're what they did to get that? Because South Korea did me good on my Hello. Oh, we gonna get some thing on that. I got the real tea Saint on that right Lucia, now. what up? Because y'all had all the knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous thanks. Trust y'all me, they get them from them. No, my first employment, I came back like, Mom, here's a bag for you. Auntie, here's one for you. Sure did. <laughs> yes, and they man. were so happy because they y'all were. didn't know the difference unless. And honestly, they're like, oh, just look at the inside. Sometimes you can look at the inside and the dupes look exactly they're, the same. And listen, the only reason you know is because I just said it now. Listen, girl, exactly. Sorry, Mom, that Prada bag wasn't real. <laughs> so I got it in St. Lucia. It's okay, Because right. I'm going to get me that bit. I'm going to get a clutch for my mama. For, and it was a Louis Vuitton clutch. And it was in Bahrain. And it had the card in it and everything. So, bitch. They're good at making these exactly. knockoffs look yeah. good now. And I mean, at this and point, I'm I'm like, saying, like, I look like a bum when I bought my BMW. But... Drove off in it and it was mine. And I didn't judge. And I, I will say, no one judged me. But then people were like, "Oh, you have a BMW." Yes, I yes. do. And I do. But here's the thing, and I'm just, and I don't like to. Maybe we should do a podcast about finances one day. We kind of talk. We hit on it. We hit on priorities. Here's yeah, the thing. To give you guys an idea, my insurance went down. My car payments only went up less than thirty dollars than what I was paying for a Ford. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. So you don't know someone's situation. I'm just being a little too personal to give you guys some insight to stop being so fucking judgmental. Yeah. Because they assume like people got bad credit. How did you get that car? Your payment must be high. Shit. How are you affording it? They don't think like your credit goes into that and and like Interest. there's things that go into car payments and stuff like that. Because y'all in the military out here with your E3 paychecks and your 18% interest rate, nobody asks you about your credit and your car. But, yeah, right. but yet you're living paycheck to paycheck and you can barely afford to put gas in your said. 2018 brand new car that you okay. co-signed for somebody else exactly. exactly that you got married for right, right. you got a co-sign for it because you can and say you're eating your ramen noodles for dinner you can know your mom but I ain't never had a because I'm gonna take my BMW and go to Wolf Games in the same fucking night okay so we'll talk you know what write that down yes we're gonna talk about fine and I again we gotta give our little disclaimer. We are not therapists. We are not we're licensed. Not we're a bunch therapists. of fucking extroverted motherfuckers with a lot to say. Okay. We have a lot to say. We are. I am not Dave Ramsey, but I can tell you my bills are paid. And Everything I that I own is mine. Girl. I didn't mm-hmm. steal it. No one gifted it to me. No Nothing. one bought it for me. It is mine. Hard earned money. Mm-hmm. And I put that test to uh, that theory to test with what Jasmine said about going into a designer store and coming in a certain way, dress a certain way. I purposely put on my Louis Vuitton belt before I sold that home. Had on some nice uh, Calvin Klein shorts. I had on my Prada shoes and just a plain white shirt. And if you don't believe it, try it. Put on your junk. Went in there. That now. motherfucker opened the door for me. The lady said, "Do you want to sit in the back room with the champagne?" I'm like, "Sure, why not?" Yeah. It's if you don't believe us, try it. And maybe we'll film it one day. Maybe we'll exactly. Do it. Put on your junkiest clothes and see how you get treated. And go somewhere. And then I want you to put on your nice clothes and do the same thing. They don't even, I mean, the, there's been times when the guy at the door has spoke and there has been times when he did not speak. Mm -hmm. So it's very, they make it very obvious. And sometimes they want your money. And don't get me wrong. There are some people that work in customer service that have no business being there. So maybe your first Mm -hmm. time to fluke, maybe sometimes, but I'm telling you, it happens. It definitely does. They'd be like, oh, listen yeah, to about the and, and even if they don't say anything, look at their mannerisms. Look, and if they do speak, listen to the things that they're saying because these motherfuckers are sneaky. Yep. You know what? You know, and you know they profile you when you walk around and you don't buy anything. And I just want, and I just want to hit on the fact maybe you didn't have what I was looking for. Okay, yeah, exactly. Or maybe, all that just, shit is cute. maybe I was just browsing. Why can't that I, mean I can shop? or cannot afford? Or maybe it. I changed it's my mind. Great. Shit, maybe I'm making a fucking uh, gold board. Exactly. Something. And I want to put I this purse on my boy, so no, I need to purse I wanted check to go, it. I want to go try on these Tory Burch before I bought them. You know, exactly. like maybe exactly. I just wanted to. Exactly. Something like, you know. Because y'all have no idea who these people are ordering on y'all's websites. Yeah, exactly. Keeping you in sure the know. job. Exactly. Why are they looking at somebody walking in there with... Um, American or you know, even even at the stores, like shirt. everyone that follows right. me on Instagram knows I'm obsessed it. with the dry buyer. I love to get my hair done. I'm fucking lazy. This shit's exhausting. But like I had mm-hmm. this little white girl who was like, "Oh, you have really nice hair for a black girl." Mm-hmm. We gotta cut that shit out. Please. We don't have nice anything for anybody. Or you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Or bitch. Or be like, "Is your hair real?" Yes. Because you know what? I reposted this damn thing. And even if it's not yours, some of y'all got some nice ass weaves, some nice ass wigs. And if that's your thing, I honestly wish I could because I hate doing my own fucking hair. But it's not nice hair. Why can't I just have nice hair? Right. For eight. And even a girl that's natural with 5C hair is still good hair. That right there. That right there contributed to a lot of like 
my self-esteem issues that I had growing up. Yes. Because it's like, I, motherfuckers used to call me names because I was so dark. Like, mm-hmm. call me anything you can think of from, like, black ass, African booty scratcher, Monkey. pretty much anything you can think of. And I got to the point where, you know, I started to hate my skin color. Like, my skin color. Colorism is real. But, like, my skin, like, it happens so much that it's, like, my skin, I hate, I, I hate it being dark. That's, I got my nose. Like, right. My nose is wide. You got big lips. Girl, you know, I, I was got, happy I just, with my nose until Beyonce came But now these same girls are getting lip That's fillers. That's when I really begin to embrace it. Yeah. Now these same fillers. girls are getting lip fillers, and you're out here tanning. And I have nothing against lip fillers, and I have nothing against tanning. But the same girls that were picking on us in school because yep. I had curly hair are the same mm-hmm. girls that are trying to perm their hair. And it's like, you guys used to pick on me. I probably would have That's never put a straightener to my hair if y'all would just let me be. That's right. my life. And it, that, I was thinking about this earlier now since we brought it back to it, how California just approved, like, basi- basically, black people wearing their natural hair to work. Like, why Why oh, was yeah. that a thing? Oh, why exactly. was it a thing that somebody can't wear how the hair grows out of their they fucking can't help head? It. Or they tell you it's not work. natural. Yes, the fuck it is. is. It defies gravity. It's bitch. me. It's, or it's, it's my hair too grows. big. Like, sorry, my hair's not bone straight. Because I don't know how many times people was like, oh, you went natural. And at first I was like, yeah, I'm going natural. But after a while, I was like, no, I'm not going anything. This is how the hair grows out of my this head. I'm just not altering out. it. So no, I'm not going natural. No, I'm Word not going. Choices. I didn't go natural. This is how my this hair is. is. Exactly. Yeah, because I used to get called the black curly temple all the time because I had black or I I was black with curly hair, and girls would tease me and I wasn't. I couldn't just brush my hair like the white girls. And nothing against you white girls. We have different hair, but I couldn't do the things y'all could do with your hair. So I straightened it so I could do those things. But don't get me outside when it's raining because then it's gonna be curly again. And, and it's people, crazy. a lot of people gelling and using gelling brushes and everything. Yeah. Y'all remember the early, two, the early two thousands when y'all were using like cans and cans of mousse and hair gel to crimp your hair and that shit was hard mm-hmm. now you guys are paying for perms and now y'all are teasing your hair for big hair paying for what you have naturally exactly and like she it. said this mm. isn't i'm not going natural i'm not doing anything this is me exactly. or no i don't go tanning like this is my skin color exactly mm-hmm. like it's it it sucks that you know that we had to come up like this in this type of like in this type of environment like <laughs> nobody should be made feel felt like yeah. anything any less than what they are well like exactly. i hate seeing black people that don't want to go to like picnics or go to the beach or go outside because they're afraid of getting too dark yes because that's someone all, will say something ooh, that's because someone right will say something yes and who i hate when i hear people like black people don't tan yes they do Skin is yeah. skin. Skin is your largest Black organ don't burn. on That's your body. We do Your skin is burn. your largest fucking organ. I'm going to say that again. Largest. Black people do tan. The sun does not discriminate on your skin tone. Oh, Tell that to Mount Fuji too because yes, I got burnt Maybe an Irishman is going to tan a little bit quicker than someone of African American descent. But all people fucking tan. Stop saying black people don't get dark. Black people don't get burnt. And speaking of what Yes the fuck said. they do. Both of us could go put our hand on the stove and it's going to burn the same. Yes. It's no exactly. different. I can't stand these, those same people, Larry, growing up in the South that will be picking on people for being darker or not of any lighter shade. I'm just like, okay, you motherfuckers are inadvertently subscribing to white supremacy. You are feeding into it. You're help cultivating that self-hatred shit. Stockholm Syndrome. 
post-slavery syndrome. It's all tied in together. Black people, we have to continue to start loving ourselves because guess what? Now we're being imitated. Okay, we are. Yes, sir. we I, are. Like it's it's and it's and it's crazy because it's like you know, for me, suicide wasn't the answer. No, and you motherfuckers were fucking horrible. But for people, but for people now, it's just like that seems to be their only way out. Like that's just that's just how they feel. Like you know, like there's nobody out there that they can like rely on and talk to or whatever. But it's like it's. It's, I don't know about you, but I would hate to be the reason that somebody took their life. Yes. It costs nothing to be nice to people. If it doesn't have anything to do with you, leave it alone. Motherfucker used to talk about my hair, used to talk about my skin tone, used to talk about the clothes I wore. And my mother constantly, shout out to her, she constantly used to keep me grounded. And you know, she, she put me on, you know... People don't know who you are. They don't know your background. You know, they don't know anything about you except for what you present in front of them. And I feel that same way today. You motherfuckers don't know shit about me except for what I put in front of you. And you're not going to find it out from me on my social media. You're not going to find it out about 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 it unless you hear it from me. That's called getting to know people. Exactly. You can hear about it from whoever the fuck, blah, 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 blah. But guess what? If you didn't hear it from me, pretty much the person that told you that is the same person that's pretty much looking at my fucking social media thinking that they got something. That's that self-hate. Exactly. And that shit is a disease. That shit it's is exactly. a fucking mental I disease. literally did not overcome my low self-esteem until I was probably like 21, 22. I would probably say it was 25. Maybe 23. I still struggle. I'm 29 every single day. There's like, definitely a struggle. Being a biracial woman who's attracted to white guys is hard. Um, not because... And I'm not like... you, And I'm not saying that like... You can't date outside of your race, but when your own family talks about who you date, or your friends talk about who you date, or your the guy your dating's friend talk about them like talking about me because I'm biracial, like oh you're gonna have little black babies, you're gonna have little nigger babies, and I'm like, mm. why don't can't ever I, say that shit to me? Like why can't my kids? Just be, why do I have to be the like again? Why do I have to be the biracial girl? Why can't I just be my one day maybe a good mom, or why can't I just be a good human being? My friend's mom is pissed at her. She's black, and her mom is pissed at her right now that she's dating a white boy she actually messaged her the other day on instagram and was like um you don't need to be talking to me unless you're ready to apologize to me and i was like apologize for what and she's like for dating alex like really like her mom is pissed that she's dating a white boy i'm like maybe you need to dig deeper like with your mom and figure out like did something happen in the past to make her feel this way? Right. Because there's no way in hell she can just be mad at you just because you're dating. Exactly. Like, would you rather your kids? Would you rather your kids date someone who treats them right despite their color, or date someone based on what makes you happy and your son or daughter's getting their ass beat? And he is such a nice guy. I mean, he didn't like me at first because I met him at the wedding and I was like, "Who are you? You trying to take my friend to a hotel? Like, <laughs> who are you? Oh, you drunk? Right. She's drunk. Who? But he's a really nice guy. I'm just like, I don't." And like that shit, comes from, that shit comes from all directions. All like directions. it's not just white people to black people; it's black people to white people. It's, it's all over. It's right. all over, and it's just like I like I like like I keep hitting on if we just worry about ourselves. Yeah. And if you only like to date outside your race, that's fine. That's but fine. don't knock the people who who don't. If I found something outside of my race, 
let me find that. Let me be happy with that. Like, don't worry about what the fuck I got going on. Don't worry about my feelings. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about what I have going on. My business is my business and who I choose to be with is who I choose to be with. And you either go leave me the fuck alone or you may just eventually catch these hands. And I know I keep talking about violence and it's not the answer. <laughs> but at the same time, y'all motherfuckers, it, se- it, se- it seems like people always have something to say about Everything. It's okay. Way more Malcolm X than you are Martin Luther. I'm right there with you. There you mm-hmm. go. See? I like that. I like that. I, I like how you did that. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so whew. yeah, we got we we did it. We okay, did. so our takeaway, because you always forget. I didn't forget. Good. I was just gonna hit on you know a little thing. Oh, so, we have more? Well we don't have more, but I just want you guys to know that this is a two-part episode, so okay. we had a lot to say this time, y'all. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that have a lot to say, and you know, I have Got into um, like you know, like we we decided to you know take on you know the including people in the uh, in the in the conversation in the podcast from outside of the room. So you know, this is a two-part conversation, and you will have to wait until next week to catch the second part of it. Um, but like she said, you know, what did we take away from this conversation? Because me. My, listen, just leave me the fuck alone. Mind That's your goddamn business. Mind your goddamn business. Mind the business that yeah. pays you. We okay. also tapped on that too. I think a lot of our takeaways have been to mind your business, but I'm just going to tap in on that. Is it, it costs you $0 to be kind. Zilch, yes. not a nothing. So I challenge each of you this week to do something that makes you uncomfortable. I say that every week, I think, and I'm going to continue to say it until you guys do it. Um, mm-hmm. And also, if you do something nice for someone else, don't record it. Just do it. Don't tell us about right. it. Girl, Don't post it on your social media. I literally was I literally was gonna hit on that too, and I was like, we might be going over time, but let him have it. Here we go. Just let it out. <laughs> be you. No. Again, violence is not the answer, but if I catch you videotaping somebody, you do okay, so you out here doing whatever, you know, you're doing a good deed for somebody, it doesn't deserve a video. No. You don't deserve you don't deserve credibility and you know for being a good fucking person. You don't deserve for you know for you don't deserve to put somebody on the spot to make yourself feel good. These motherfuckers are down and out and they are on probably their last fucking dime and who the fuck do you think you are? With your camera in their face, like, oh, I'm giving you a piece of bread, or I'm giving you water, and blah, 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 blah. Listen, I've done a lot of good shit for motherfuckers. I've, I've, I've helped out people. I've donated stuff. I've donated my time. I've donated clothes. I've gave money. I've bought people food. I'm not, you don't know if this is true or not, because guess what? I didn't put it on fucking camera. I helped it. I helped whoever it was, and I moved on about my fucking day. If I big. see you outside struggling, I bought. If you, if you if you were hungry, I bought you a sandwich. If you asked me for some money, I gave you some fucking money. I did not put it on fucking camera, and I am not. I'm tired of fucking saying that this does your good deeds do not deserve recognition. And this is big going into the holiday season. A lot of you guys want to do right, but are you doing right for the right reasons? You're doing, are you doing right for it for a fucking name. Exactly. Are you doing it for clout? Are you doing it out of the kindness of your heart? And are you doing it so someone will recognize it? Or are you doing it because you want to reap what you sow? Just do it to do it. Don't do it for another reason. Just do it. And be, be consistent. Imagine yeah. if that was you. Imagine if it was yourself, like, exactly. down, out, bad. And then somebody happens to help you. You're grateful, but now they have a phone in your face like well, can I take a video from my no. from my YouTube page showing that I did a good deed like now it's not a good deed no once you add the camera it is not a good deed 
That's just how I look at it. You can, and, I, I, I probably and, look, and I don't get this confused with like posting a picture of the place that you went or where you can drop off items or where you can go help and be of service to people. It's don't take pictures of people on the side of the road that are living under the bridge yes. and digging through trash cans to go and take it to the recycle bin for five cents. Exactly. That's, there's a different video here. I'm giving you a dollar. Exactly. Right? Like, you can afford your Starbucks addiction every day. You can eat out every day. You can take those same five dollars and feed someone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These people are not beneath you. They are not less than they you. Are they are going through a rough time. And exactly. for you to try to capture this moment for your own personal gain, you should be ashamed of your fucking self. You just killed the whole moment, really. I'm gonna report it as spam if I see it. Reporting it as spam, I'm calling it bullying, I'm calling it every fucking thing until Instagram or Facebook or wherever the fuck you posted, it takes it down. Like, just put your phone down and just be guided by spirit. Whatever spirit that guides your intuition, just let that guide you. Leave your phone out. Exactly. And if you need suggestions of where you can serve and be helpful, let us know. Exactly. We'll help you. You don't have to be local. There's plenty of places. There's plenty of places. Think outside the box. The man outside 7-Eleven that is asking you for $5, just give it to him. If he buys a pack of cigarettes with it, it's not your problem anymore. Exactly. If you want to go donate those clothes you haven't worn all year, donate them. There are people right. that are cold. There are people that are cold. I'm still cleaning up. I'm still yeah, cleaning up. You know, quit taking your clothes to Play-Dohs. They're going to give you $5 for the $80 shirt you bought. Just donate it. Facts. Girl. Fucking facts. Exactly. <laughs> I paid $300 for a True Religion shirt. These hoes talking about $35. Bitch, kiss my It's out of season and it's no longer um, popular. Exactly. Here's 25 cents for all your name brands. Yeah. Just donate it, you guys. If you need a place to go, if you need, you guys can sit on your phone and you guys can, you know, shop online and find out the latest drama. You can find a place to serve and spend 10 minutes of your time. Again, okay. just be consistent. Be consistent. Be a good person. Be kind. Don't be racist. Don't be an asshole. Don't judge people by the color of their skin. And call out motherfuckers who are being yeah, racist. Exactly. Speak up. I challenge each of you to speak up. Yes. We love you guys. It's getting deep and it's getting real. But we love hearing from you guys. Larry loves it. Do not let him bully you. Especially when y'all have so much to say about it. Like, comment, share. Like, comment, share, send suggestions. Share. If you have any questions for any of us. If you want to come on the show. Right. If you want to come on the show, let me know. If you have questions for any of us or anything that anyone say, feel free to DM any of us. If you want more. We all we accept all smoke. Of all kinds. Okay. You're not going to we do not pay confrontation. Sensitive people to be on the show. So if you Ready? Right. If you got something to say in return, we exactly. Bring the pain and bring the facts. I pick people that I feel like are comfortable with speaking with with the topics that we deal with, and if you can't handle it, then you know it just may not be for you. If you don't want to listen, that's fine too. I mean, you know, I'm just you know, I'm I'm just out here, you know, trying to pick people's brains and you know make people uncomfortable so that they can be to spread awareness. Mm -hmm. So we can grow. You don't grow where you're comfortable. Yes. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. Well, let's Thank toast you for our drinks. On the no show. Let's toast our with my empty can. Called <laughs> <laughs> out. Right. Cheers. Cheers, right, guys. Have a great one. See you next week. Bye, guys.